to the Reawakened Mom podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Clampett. I'm so grateful you're here. This show is for you if you find yourself always putting others' needs before yours. You naturally take care of others first. You find yourself in constant comparison with other moms. You put your dreams, goals, ambitions, and passions on hold. If you raised your hand and said, that's me, this show is for you. You are not alone. My goal with this podcast is to show you it doesn't have to be this way. I invite you to join the weekly conversations and learn mom hacks, proven strategies, techniques, and mindset tips to reawaken who you truly are. Some episodes, I'll be here sharing tips on how you can reawaken your home, relationships, career, purpose, self-love, kids, mindset, and more. Other weeks, I'll invite other moms and experts to share their stories and journeys on how they reawakened their life. Mama, it's time to come home to yourself. We need your voice out in this world. So stop hiding, stop dimming, stop following, and start knowing, shining, and leading because you are not alone. Let's reawaken the passion living inside of you together. Hi, mamas. It's Melissa. Welcome to another episode of The Reawakened Mom. And I am here to talk to you today by myself. This is a solo episode. But before I get started, I wanted to read a review. Thank you so much to everyone that has left a review so far. I know it, you know, takes only a minute out of your day, but it means so much to me as a podcaster because as I get more reviews and ratings, on my podcast, then my podcast gets shown to more mamas. And I think the messages and what we are talking about and the stories that are shared on this podcast really transform and inspire other mamas. And that is my ultimate mission. Kelly Walker, 17, said, just what moms need. Just what moms need to hear, that we all have the same craziness and struggles, but we are going to get through them together. Can't wait to hear more. Great job, Melissa. Thank you so much, Kelly. I truly appreciate that. And from all of you that have left me reviews, it it really means the world to me. So on today's episode, I want to go ahead and dive right in. So before I was starting a podcast, I decided to do a podcast course. And in the course, I met so many amazing people that I have become friends with, that we have shared our podcasts, that we have shared our journeys, what's working, what's not working, how to help each other. And I've had the pleasure of being on a couple of their podcasts and done interviews for them. And the overriding theme is about motherhood and parenting and life and uniqueness and self-care and coming home to oneself. And I really wanted to talk about authenticity today and pivotal moments and what that is. So before we dive in a little bit too deep into that, I wanted to share this amazing definition that Brene Brown gives on authenticity because I just think it's amazing. And uh, hello, it's Brene Brown. She's incredible. So I want you to just be in this moment, I want you to listen to this definition and think how it might apply to you and how you're living your everyday life. So Brene Brown says, authenticity is not something that we have or don't have. It's a practice, a conscious choice of how we want to live. 
Authenticity is a collection of choices we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real, the choice to be honest, the choice to let our true selves be seen. Ah, Brene Brown, you just have such a way with words. If you have not listened to Brene Brown before, you need to go check her out. Um, she did, does have a podcast. Her books are incredible. Definitely go and check them out. Where I want to start today is leading into that authenticity and, and kind of what is that? What does that even mean as a person, as a mom? And on these other podcasts that I was on, Whitney's, and I was on Josie's, and Stephanie's, and then I was just recently on Katie's, and really that came up, authenticity, and what does that mean, and motherhood, and how you get lost in motherhood and lose yourself. And we talked about this, I am, and I've done a presentation before, like, who am I? Yes, you're a mom, but before you were a mom, you were Melissa. You were, insert your name. And we forget that because motherhood starts to be so over-encompassing. Like that is our life. That is everything. That is who we are. That is who we need to be. We need to be the mom for everyone. And sometimes then we start to lose who we are authentically as ourselves. And we become this image of what we've heard from society or what we've read from society or who we think others want us to be, to make us a good mom, to complete ourselves. When ultimately we are complete by ourselves, we are a complete person and we are fortunate enough and blessed enough to have a family. I'm so blessed to have my husband and my kids and my sister and my brother and my parents, like I'm so blessed, but that doesn't complete me. I am a complete person, human, living right now in this human form. And it just so happens that I'm also a mom. And I was recording an episode for my friend Stephanie's podcast yesterday. And she started asking me like, how did you start living this authentic life? Where did it begin? Like being a reawakened mom. And I really went back to a pivotal moment. I like to call these things in my life pivotal moments. And I highly suggest that you look back at your life and look at a pivotal moment. A pivotal moment is something in your life that is just made up of all these other smaller pieces that at the time, they don't seem important. It doesn't seem important that what you're doing it doesn't seem like a big deal. But when you bring all those things together and when you look back at a pivotal moment and you distinguish that that's what it was, it's brought you to where you need to be. And so when she asked me this question on being authentically who you're meant to be, I thought of immediately my sophomore year of college. So I went to the University of Delaware and my sophomore year of college, or I guess it was maybe my freshman year going into my sophomore year, I had said to my parents that I wanted to take a semester off and travel around the United States, or I wanted to do a semester abroad. And for those of you that don't know, I used to be a school teacher. 
Um, I'm always an educator, always trying to teach, right? That's, I mean, really what this podcast is too. It's teaching. It's a form of teaching. And so it's never something that even though I'm not teaching in a public school setting, I am still teaching. I am still educating. I am still leading. So my sophomore year, I was going to school to be an educator. And the only program that they offered to study abroad was to go live in Edinburgh. And at the time, this was in 1997, I had no idea where that was in my head. I thought Paris, I mean, come on, what um, at the time, 18 year old, 17, 18 year old wouldn't want to go to Paris. So Edinburgh, I was like, <laughs> I don't know where that is. No way. But I went to the meeting. I looked into it. I found out I could still get all my credits. I could still learn all these amazing things. And instead of taking courses in Wilmington, Delaware, Newark, Delaware, I could go live in another country with these amazing people learning about their culture, learning art history, like actually learning that history, walking around and seeing castles. I thought the United States was old. I, I was so naive. History to me in high school was so boring. It wasn't my thing. I was a math and science girl. I was a math and science girl. So history, I was like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me to be completely honest. But when I went and I lived in Edinburgh, my eyes were woken. That was my first, I think, awakening to that there is so much more out there into in this world. And I said to Stephanie yesterday, I was like, it was like I knew that I needed to do something other than be in my college dorm at the University of Delaware my sophomore year. I don't know how I knew. I hadn't really traveled that much yet. We've gone like down South, but we haven't really left and gone out West and done things like that or traveled to another country. So I felt like it was like a black sheep moment. I was doing things differently than I had been raised. Yes, I was in college, but here now I'm going to go live in a foreign country. At the time, not everybody carried cell phones. There was not social media. I was sending emails to my mom all the time. That's how we were corresponding because again, you don't have cell phones. You didn't have things like that. So this was so crazy, right? Are you thinking you were 18 years old and your parents let you go live in a foreign country to study abroad for three months with nine other females? I mean, is that what you immediately thought? And to me, I was thinking, this is adventure. Look at what I'm doing. And I look at that as a pivotal moment. And back in the day, I would not have thought that. I'm like, I don't know. This is just something I feel like I want to do. I want, I want to try this out, see what happens, learn another language or not learn, learn, you know, from other people, check out other cultures. And it was so transformative that actually when I graduated from college, in 1999, one of my girlfriends went back and lived in Edinburgh for six months and taught primary school because it was that just amazing. The people, the culture, the location, all of it was just so cool. Yeah, the food's not as good, but yeah, you got to give or take, right? But I learned so much about myself on that trip. First of all, how courageous I was to go 
somewhere where no one knew me. Those, none of those nine women girls that were there, none of us really knew each other before. They weren't lifelong friends. We weren't related. How brave I was, right? How that took so much belief in myself that I was capable of going to another country, figuring out the currency, figuring out money. Heck, I could drink at that time because it's 18 over there, 21 in the United States. So I could drink. I was responsible for getting up, going to my classes, getting all my work done, trying to communicate from home. We had three weeks spring break that we were able to travel all around Europe at that young age and experience all these amazing things. Some of it great, a little bit scary at a couple points, but it was the time of my life and something that I will never forget. And something that I encourage all of you, if you're listening and you're younger, travel as much as you can, because there's so much out there to see. But I look at that as like, how brave was I that I was standing in myself to know this was something I needed to do, even though no one before me had ever done this. I didn't see my sister do it. I didn't see my mom or my dad do this. This was something I wanted to do on my own. I was blazing my trail for myself. So I ask you, have you, when you look back, I'm not gonna say have you, because of course you have, but when you look back at your life, mom, I am, insert your name, Melissa, Susan, Joanne, insert your name. Think about that moment for you when that was a pivotal moment. Maybe it was you left a job. Maybe it was you married your spouse. Maybe it was you said yes to travel. Maybe it was a college that you went to that was somewhere totally out of your comfort zone. Maybe it was something you did that everyone else told you that was dumb. That's not a good idea. Are you sure you want to do that? That's not the way we do it. So I want you to think of that pivotal moment. And then I want to share a second one with you because I did come back from Scotland and I shared this, that I was in Scotland. So for those of you that are in your forties, like I am, do you remember Y2K? So in 1999, New Year's Eve, I'm partying at the Edinburgh Castle, Edinburgh Castle. I'm partying down there and everyone in the whole world was so concerned. And you got to look this up if you're too young to know this, you know, your twenties or thirties, but 1999 to 2000 was called Y2K because they did not think that the computers were going to be able to turn over and that we were going to lose all communication. Like computers weren't going to be able to connect because that 1999 to go to that 2000, it wasn't going to happen. Here I am again in another country, not really able to communicate with my family. We didn't have cell phones at the time. Thank God. Um, I can't even imagine all the things that would be on social media, but look up Y2K. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. My second pivotal moment when I really started living authentically into myself was when I was pregnant with my 15-year-old son now, um, Jackson. I was just looking at these pictures when I was, so I came back from Scotland and then I um, ended up getting a teaching job. Um, I had met my husband, we got married and I was pregnant with my son, Jackson. And at the time, Mike, my husband was working every weekend. He would work Wednesday through Sunday um, at a location that he loved, but he was always working. And his days off were Mondays and Tuesdays. I was teaching. So all those days when I was going to school, 
he was working, I would go in early. I would stay late. I would work on the weekends because he wasn't home. So I didn't want to be home by myself. What else do I do? I love my job. I go into work. So when I was pregnant with my son, again, blazing my own path, I didn't know that you could work from home and make money from home because the only thing I saw at the time, and this was in 2006, was you go to college, you get a career, you work that career for 30, 40 years, then you retire and then that's when your life really starts is when you retire. That was the mentality. So I had this just, you know, I'm carrying this beautiful baby in my belly and I just had this feeling that I want to raise my child. I want to stay at home. But how am I going to do that? We needed two incomes. We couldn't just survive. We had just built a new home. We had just moved in, actually. We would not be able to afford all that. I think I had just gotten my car. My husband had just gotten a car on one income. So when I was talking about this, I had a friend at work tell me about this thing called network marketing. I had never heard of that. I was like, is this illegal? Like, what do you mean I can make money from home doing parties? <laughs> like, I'm going to get arrested. But I was open. And that's what I want you to hear. I was open. So think, are you open to opportunity? Are you open to the universe? When you put something out, I want to be able to stay at home with my son, my children, I want to raise my kids. I don't want to miss any of the moments I was open. And so the universe delivered and told me about this business. At the time, it was Leah Sophia Jewelry. So I went to, I was like, I don't believe this. So I went to, you know, the lady who was telling me about it. She talked about it. I tried it for a little bit while I was pregnant. Jackson was born that summer. So I had maternity leave. I kept doing shows. I kept doing parties. Mike and I made it work. He actually sold his car and got a used car. So our payments were less. My car was more, you know, more safe. I was going to be driving around Jackson way more since I would be at home. I could take it to my jewelry parties. And I had a great income working from home in a network marketing business while I was raising my son. Then I had another son. While I was doing this, I was so fortunate to be able to stay at home for seven and a half years. But that pivotal moment was when I decided that I was going to leave my teaching career of five and a half years. So I was leaving my pension. I was leaving insurance. I was leaving this education that I had just got my master's degree in leadership. And I was leaving that comfort to stay at home with my child and raise him, I got so many question marks. There was, of course, people supporting, but there was so many. How can you do that? Why would you do that? How are you going to afford that? What are you going to do? Are you crazy? You just got your master's degree. And so it starts to, you know, get into your system and into your ears and you start believing it. But I was thankful that I had my husband to bounce. And we were like, this is what we want. I want you to stay at home. I want you to be home with our son. I will want that for you because I knew the amount of time that I was working as a teacher, the early, the late, the extra on the weekends, all those hours, I was not going to want to do as a new mom. How could I? 
because then I want to be home with my child. But then how could I be a good teacher if I didn't have all those extra hours? That was my predicament. And I decided I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to make this happen because this is important to me. And it's not, it, it, not everybody can make it work. Sure. If you're like, yeah, Melissa, you're easy. It was easy for you. You had a supportive husband. Sure. You can say that, but we both agreed to it. We both talked about it. We were both open to it. We made it work. I was still working. If I didn't work my Leah Sophia business, I wouldn't have been able to do it. We wouldn't have been able to, to afford it. We made it work. And that's what I'm saying. You have to take those chances sometimes for yourself. Not because if I listen to all those people that said, don't do it, you're crazy. What are you going to do about insurance? What about that income coming in consistently that you don't have to think about every two weeks? What do you got? You went to college for this. This is what you've always wanted. If I had listened to that and I wasn't open to what I truly wanted, then I wouldn't have had that moment. I wouldn't have stayed home. Who knows what would have happened, but I listened and I took that chance and I decided this is what's best for me and my family, our family, and this is what we want. And I think so many times we get sucked into what society tells us we should be doing as a mom. We should be doing as a parent. And we're so used to all this information coming at us now from all different directions that we don't even know how to listen to ourselves. So mamas, I'm, I'm saying to you, get quiet. Think about what you want for your family. What do you want? What do you want for your household? What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your life? Look back at your life so far. Find your pivotal moments where you can say, yes, that is something I did for myself. No one else. I stuck up for myself. I stuck up for my family. And it wasn't easy. It was hard. There were times when I was like, what am I doing? This is hard. Jeez. I thought going to work would be hard. It's hard to work from home and raise a baby. There's hard everywhere, but it's what you make of it. And it's when you can say, it's okay. This hard is for me. This hard is what I want. This hard is what I'm choosing right now because this is my why. My why was to stay at home and raise my baby. My why was to make sure I didn't miss a first talk, a first walk, a first smile. That was my why. And when your why is so powerful that you will do anything for it, you will make sacrifices. You will make those choices. You will find a way to live authentically. And it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect. There is no perfection. Just let that sink in. There is no perfection. And what I did and what somebody else does, it doesn't have to be what you do. I'm not telling you to go quit your job. I'm saying, I want you to look deep in your soul right now and say and feel, am I living authentically as myself? Am I doing what I want to be doing? Not what somebody else wants me to be doing. Am I finding joy in what I'm doing right now? Can I survive doing this? Is this my purpose? Does this light me up? 
Yes. Because if it doesn't light you up, if you go to work every day and it's just Groundhog's Day over and over, just like motherhood can be, if you aren't finding joy in motherhood every day, you have to find a shift. It doesn't have to be that way. I'm giving you permission. Put a stake in this in the sand. Wave the right white flag and say, this is enough. I'm taking my soul back. I'm taking myself back. I'm here for it. I have lost myself along the way, but I know I am strong. I look back. I saw my pivotal moments. I remembered who I am. I remembered who I can be, but life has gotten hard and it's just easier to just do the day in and the day out. But I'm not living that easy road anymore. I'm ready. And so I encourage you to look back What are your pivotal moments? What does authenticity mean to you? Go make a list right now after you're done listening to this podcast or pause it. Go make a list of all the things you've accomplished. I mean it, write them down. All the things. Going back to your childhood, awards that you've won, any like certificates that you've gotten, college degrees that you've gotten, you delivered a baby, you lived in another country, you were able to drive wherever you were able to drive to, you can read a map somewhere else. Like literally you have done so many things that no one else has done or they've done, but it's different because we're, we're so different. We are so authentic. No one is the same. You need to hear that. Stop cloning yourself to someone else. Stop thinking that you have to do what someone else does. You don't. You don't have to do what I say. It's not the point. I'm here to inspire you. I'm here to make you think. I'm here to give you hope that you can live whatever life you want to live. And maybe you're living it. Dang it. Maybe you're living it, mama. I'm so happy for you. But maybe, just maybe, you know that there's more inside of you that you have been pushing down and you are ready. Your light, it's just like when you do a little fire, right? You're, you're putting a fire outside and it starts real small and it starts burning. I don't know, ember. I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, just whatever, you know what you're talking about. I don't, you know, it starts burning and you start blowing on it. You're putting in the work, you're putting in the work and the fire starts burning and the flame starts growing. It's the same thing here. You can feel it in your gut. You can feel that there's something. That something is your inner glow. That something is your inner power. She has been pushed down for so long. She has been tried to be dampened and she's ready. You are ready to live authentically as yourself. I know you can do it. Make a list, be proud of yourself. Show up as yourself. You are powerful, you are strong, you are needed. You are, and it doesn't mean you're still not gonna be a mama because you are, but you're gonna show your kids that you can stick up for yourself. You have a voice that matters. And that is the most powerful thing that you can show. They're gonna follow what you do. And when you live into yourself fully and they see you so happy and so fulfilled and so joyful, it's gonna change them and their future. And that's ultimately what we want, right? We want the best for our kids. I always get so teared up. We want the best for them. And we don't always show them. Of course, we make mistakes. Of course, there's times we yell and we aren't as calm as we want. 
But ultimately, we just want our kids to be happy. We just want them to have an amazing life. We just want them to be true to themselves and not what society and other teenagers and people tell them to be. So I want you to think about your pivotal moments. I want you to write that list. Don't skip it. Here's a couple a couple tips for living authentically, okay? Be grateful for your life. Be grateful. Write out your gratitude. Be grateful for yourself every day and how awesome you are. Be courageous. It takes courage to live life authentically. It's not for the meek or mild. You weren't meant to be mild. You're meant to stand out, mama. Be courageous. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your kids. Stand up for your family. You can do it. Find joy, joy and pain, sunshine and rain. I don't know where that came from. Um, I can't even tell you who sang it. I don't know where that came from, but it just came out of me. Find joy in life, in motherhood. Find joy in being yourself. Find joy in your clothes. Find joy in your home. Find joy in everyday life. Find joy. Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy. Why not? Do what makes you happy and what makes you smile because that's going to bleed into everything else you do in your life. And mama, it's going to be scary and uncertain at times. Stay strong. Find a support system. Message me. I would love to hear from you. We have to do this together. We are not alone. Even though motherhood can be lonely and it can be dark at times, you aren't alone. I promise you, reach out to someone that can listen to you. And if that person is me, great, message me. (sighs) You're awesome, mama. I am so thankful that you are here listening. I hope that you got something from this conversation, something from this episode that's going to make you go out and take action. Please share with me, come into the Facebook group and let me know, share your list. What was an accomplishment that you totally forgot about until you started writing it down? Did you run a marathon? Have you done races? Did you run a 5k? Did you do a crazy bike ride? Did you play a sport when you were a kid? Like whatever you did it. It doesn't matter how big or small you did it. Did you forget? Tell me, what did you do? Share it with me. I would be so honored. Tag me on Instagram, tag this episode, tag me. Let me know your pivotal moment. Tell me what it is. Tell me too, what are your pivotal moments? This is important, my friends. This is your life. You take control, you choose. And I know sometimes it doesn't feel like you have a choice, but you do. You choose. You choose the path that you're going to go on. You, my friends, my mamas, I am here for you every step of the way. I am next to you. I am beside you. I am in front of you. I am taking guidance from others. I have been where you are. Maybe not in the same circumstance, Maybe not the same situation. We all go through different things together. I uh, separately, I know that, but I'm here for you. Truly, you aren't alone. And I want you to know that. And you are powerful and you are worthy and you are enough. 
And you are deserving of living the best life that you possibly can live because every day is a precious day. I am 44 years old. Every day is a precious day. And I wish someone had spoke that into me when I was a new mom with a baby, thinking that I had to do everything and live up to this persona of a perfect mom. And my house was always clean and my car was always clean and the dishes were always done and my kids always looked great and they were always well-behaved. And oh my God, I was put together and I would show up at all the events and it's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. So I'm here for you, mama. Go out live that authentic life, share with me in our Facebook group or on Instagram. Let me know what you're doing. Let's have a conversation about it. That's what this is all about, creating community, creating conversation. And I hope that you have the most amazing day today, this March 7th. It is going to be an epic day for you. I just know it. So go out there and rock your life. You deserve it. Have a beautiful day, my friend. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I believe in the power of connection and community. If you loved this conversation and have a friend who you believe needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. It could transform their day. Share it on Instagram and tag me at Melissa Clampett. I'd love to shout you out and say hello. I'm so grateful for all of you listening and sharing. Follow this podcast on Spotify or subscribe on Apple. Your support means the world to me. If you found inspiration today, take a second and leave me a five-star review so more moms can find this podcast. I'd love to continue the conversation with you in our free Facebook group. It's linked in the show notes because who has time to write all that down? I believe in you, mama. I see you. I hear you. I'm Melissa Clampett, and this is the Reawakened Mom Podcast.